you have been blacklisted and I am your host, Cappuccino. A little about me, I'm a Generation Xer. I grew up in New York City in the 80s and the 90s and I'm a hip hop aficionado, a wife, mother, sister, friend, entrepreneur, nurse, and also an author. So just call me a Jill of all trades. And I'm here to give you relatable experiences, current events, and of course, story time from a grown woman's perspective. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride. Another episode of Blacklisted starts in five, four, three, two, one. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. Blessed Sunday. Yes. <laughs> yes, I missed you. So we're back at it again. We are <laughs> back at it again. Yes, yes. All right. So what do we have on the table today? What's on the menu? Well, I have this amazing, you know, topic that I posted in my group that I found somewhere else. And mm-hmm. um I just want to talk to you about it a little bit, you know, as a married mm-hmm. woman for a long time, mm-hmm. your perspective yes. on it, because I got different perspectives from people on my group and on mm-hmm. my personal page and on my Instagram. Right. So it's cool. It's it says it's a meme, y'all. If sex okay. can make men marry you, all prostitutes would be married. Mm-hmm. A man set stays where he's well loved, not where he's well sexed. Mm. Okay. I can, I can agree with that. I can agree with that wholeheartedly. Absolutely. And I'm just speaking from my experience of being married for a very, very long time. Um, yeah. So initially, you know, when you first meet someone, you know, it's the honeymoon phase, you know, and it's like you're around each other all the time. You're having sex like five times a day, you know, I'm just throwing out a number. And, um, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's, how, it's a bonding tool, I guess, when you first meet someone, right? But after time goes by and years go by, sex does not become the focal, the focal point of the relationship, right? So there's other things that are factors, you know, emotions, finance, mental, you know, that person becomes your partner. So I definitely understand that meme where a man you know, he wants to be somewhere where he feels, feels secure, right? He wants to feel somewhere, he wants to be somewhere where he feels love. He has, you know, he feels trust. You know what I mean? Um, and it's true because if sex would keep a man, every prostitute would be married. <laughs> so clearly it's more, you have to bring more to the table than sex. You know what I mean? I, I don't know, what's your view on that? Okay, so I'm going to read what I personally posted um, mm-hmm. about this. So I wrote, um, does it depend on the person or the situation? I see it this way. Personally, every relationship is different. I will Mm -hmm. speak from a personal experience. I was in a relationship where my partner was loved, supported, encouraged emotionally, physically, Mm -hmm. mentally, all those things that happen in a relationship, even financially. Right. And that person still left and went and married someone else. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm not going to say I don't agree with the meme, but mm-hmm. it's based on the individual. Absolutely. So that's I, I, what I do agree. 
a person, but I know what I gave. And actually somebody had posted to me, posted in my group and was like, mm-hmm. well, how does she know that he felt all those things? And I started laughing. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't comment on how she felt. I said, no, you can comment because, and I wrote back, it was me. It happened to me. Mm-hmm. And this mm-hmm. man has been married 17 years who I was having a conversation with. It might be right now. Actually might be 20 something. Um, okay. So he was like, because his words, he pretty much has said, well, you know, people change, you know, pe- people are strange. He said, I don't really see how he would go in and just marry somebody else. Mm-hmm. And I said, I understand mm-hmm. that. He was like, cause does he, did he really feel those things in a relationship? I said, right. I him and I had the conversation and he did. He just thought that there was something better out there. Right. And so he went so to somebody else and got married. Obviously, so just, he gave him something that I didn't. Right. So just to interject with that, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's a saying, and it may sound a little cliche, but it's like, you can cook for a man, clean for a man, give him the best sex. If it ain't you, it ain't you. You know what I mean? And that's just, and that's just what it is. So I can just say for myself, right? Okay. You know, I'm doing everything for my man. You know, I'm supporting him emotionally, financially, mentally, spiritually, just holistically. I'm supporting him. At the end of the day, if those feelings are not reciprocated or the love that I'm giving him, he's not giving back to me. I mean, you you can't really hold someone else to us to you know responsible on how you feel if that makes sense like you can love someone to death but it doesn't mean that they love you on the same level absolutely. right so absolutely. um i agree yeah. with that. i agree yeah, i definitely agree with that and mm-hmm. you know he came back and he was like um like i said he has said did he really feel that way he said i don't mm-hmm. see why he marry someone else and right it was like you know because him and i had the conversation and it was actually broken down in this way. I said, you didn't see what I was doing on the back end, setting up family, our family. That's exactly right. what I said. I mm-hmm. said, you were so on the superficial side. So if a person mm-hmm. had their own car or the person had this particular environment or this, that to you was your new shiny thing. And right. when I broke it down in that particular way, it was like, that makes sense. Because at the right. time, I wasn't living in my place. I was living at home with my mom because mm-hmm. I was working two jobs, getting myself together to mm-hmm. my own place. Right. You know? So right. it was like, oh, but it wasn't thought about it at that time. It's like, nope, this is what I'm going to get. And conversation later on down the line was, not that I never seen who you were, but Mm -hmm. it was not this, you know, I'm a superficial person. (laughs) Right, right. Yeah. And it's not about looks. It's not about looks. It was Mm -hmm. superficial. What can you do for me now? Hmm. So, all right. So let me just piggyback on that. So you're saying more or less this person, right? His mindset was like, what can you do for me? That's his mindset. I don't think that's really a good mindset going into a relationship, which is supposed to be 
a partnership, right? So if your partner is not where, I mean, if you love someone, right, and your partner is not where they need to be, that's your job to uplift them and help them get to the level where they're supposed to be. Now, there are caveats to that. That's not for all, you know, all relationships, but I think that's very important because that shows me that if the chips are down or if I'm not, you know, on your level, so to speak, at the time, you can just walk away from everything. So that's something that's a little concerning, I would say, maybe. Right. Or maybe I'm like, yeah. So oh, that's no, just the way I'm looking at it. Because mm -hmm. I'm a person that, and I don't, I may get backlash, but it's okay. I'm not mm -hmm. the person on a 50-50 relationship. I feel mm -hmm. like, because at some point in every single relationship, every single marriage, someone mm -hmm. carries more weight than the other. Because things mm -hmm. happen. They do. They mm -hmm. happen. One person may retire because they got injured. So the other person has to pick up a little bit. The person mm -hmm. sick there are out of work for a certain period of time. And the other spouse has to take on a little bit more responsibility. Then it switches. You know, they may be moving. It, and so many things play a part in it. That's why I say right. going into the 50-50, you know, the whole big thing on everybody's talking about, oh, you need to have 50-50 if he's paying the bills and this and this and that and all, all those. Different. I don't agree with that. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I, you know, not to cut you off, but okay. yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't believe in that. You know, that's very cliche, 50-50, right? right? Um, Is anything really 50-50? And you made a great point because in relationships, situations do change. So it may be times where one person has to carry the weight of another or vice versa. It's almost like a sliding scale. Nothing is really like black and white, like, yes, let's split everything 50-50 down the line. What I will say is my, my thoughts are when it comes to a relationship and not really dating so much, but like a long-term relationship or if you're married or, you know, you have a partner you're with for a long time. And this is going to, some people may get at me for this, but I feel like the man needs to be the head of the household, right? And I think that's where we lost a lot of order of things in relationships and in, in Black homes, right? The man needs to be the head of the relationship. He is his family, right? Like the man is the umbrella, the family's under the umbrella. It may seem a little like um, something that's like, you know, archaic, something from a long time ago, but this is where the relationships have broken down. And now these men feel that women need to take care of them, which is absolutely unacceptable. I feel like as a grown man, and again, this is just the way I feel, as a grown man, if you want to embark on a relationship with a woman and or create a family, you need to step up front, you need to be the figurehead, and you need to be the provider of that relationship. If you cannot do that and you're on selfish mode, then you need to be by yourself. And a lot of men feel like, oh, I need an independent woman. A woman can be independent, but at the same time, she needs her man to lean on. You know, and a lot of these men are not worthy of that from things I hear from people I know, things I see. I mean, I can be wrong, but what is your take on that? No, I definitely do agree. I feel mm. like you shouldn't um be in you shouldn't say i want a committed marriage or committed partnership mm. if we're not going to take and a lot of times it has nothing to do it, at some point it does have to do with finances as mm -hmm. far as money is concerned because the woman can make more money but that doesn't mean that 
the man can't be the head of the household. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. always look at everything in a financial thing. And I'm not saying that that's wrong. I'm not saying that mm-hmm. that's right. It has to be your perspective on your relationship. You know, mm-hmm. I'm very big on speaking on your what works for your relationship. So he can be the head of the household or making sure everything is taken care of. She make make, make she may make more money than him, but she doesn't have the expenses of the house. Let's say right. carrying the expenses of the house. That's what he's carrying. She's only paying whatever it is. If she has credit card bills or whatever the case may mm-hmm. be, you know, if she has a car um, that she purchased, you know, if some people be like, well, he should be taking care of that too. And da, 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 da. not necessarily always that's the case. Mm-hmm. Because he may not say, you know what, right now may not be a good time for us to get another vehicle, a brand new mm-hmm. Or whatever the case may be and she may be like no because i have my own money you don't know because you know us we are very strong women mm-hmm. characteristics characteristics are very strong and mm-hmm. when a man respects his wife he's not gonna i don't like to say wife because it could be a partnership because it could be two mm-hmm. women two men when two when a partner is respects his other partner mm-hmm. sit back and allow her she's gonna your partner's gonna do whatever it is that they feel is best for them right because remember she remember the partner's making more money right but he's taking right. care of the household right so that's still the head of the household right i i, I agree and like i said I, I everything is a dynamic mm-hmm. of the couple we need to stop putting this in the Oh, well, he needs to pay all the bills, all her cars, all her this. He needs to do all her hair, all her makeup, and da-da-da-da. There are relationships that don't necessarily work that way. I I agree. There are relationships that don't work that way. But, again, I'll play <clears> – <throat> sorry. I'll play devil's advocate, right? Um, I feel like – how can I put this? Because I consider myself to be, you know, I'm an independent woman. You know, some say I would think myself as an alpha female. But at the same time, everybody, every woman wants a man that she can lean on, right? If we go back 60 years, right? Let's go back a few generations. Men took care of their women. They did. They took care of their women and they, they absolutely had no problem doing that. Right. But I think what kind of what kind of like interjected um, itself into the whole like relationship dynamic is the whole women's liberation movement. Right. And and that's a whole different topic. But Mm -hmm. I feel like it's something that's embedded in us, especially as black women. Right. Oh, I I don't need a man. I can take care of myself. I don't, I don't need a man. I can stand on my own two feet. We have that mindset and it's embedded in us because Baby, this is something that was hate, brought I, to be us. Honest, I hate that mindset. <laughs> yeah, it, it's like, you, mm-hmm. but that's a trigger for me when it comes to like, don't get me wrong. I do hold my own. I do, but I'm tired. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But this is the mindset and this is how a lot of women, you know, our generation before us, you know, they're they're telling their children, you know, you don't need a man. See, these women were telling the younger women they don't need a man because they probably didn't have one themselves, right? And then I'm not going to get into a whole governmental debate, but, you know, they pulled the black man out of the household and replaced him with food stamps, replaced him with Section 8, replaced him with Medicaid. So if you have all of these things in place, there's no need for your man to be there, right? Because they made that stipulation. 
if you have a man in your house, you're not going to get help with housing. You're not going to get help with food. You're not going to get help with health care. And at the same token, the flip side is we had the black men that couldn't get employed. So it makes it, you know, kind of like, okay, I'm not respecting the black man, right? Because I'm saying I don't need him. And I'm going to instill that in my daughter. You don't need a man. So that's where the breakdown comes in relationships. So now we have our generation and we have the, the girls, the, the ladies underneath us. We all have, we have this attitude. I don't need no man. You do. You do, because that same man you claim you don't need or the same man you're saying, oh, I, I don't need no money from you. He's going to gather up his coin and take care of another female. Believe that. Believe that. So all, all that opinionated, oh, you know, I, I'm with you because I want to be with you. I'm with you. Come, I love you. Love doesn't pay the bills. Love doesn't pay the mortgage or the rent. So we have to get out of that mindset where it's like, well, I just want to have a man in my life. No. If you're going to be the man, play the part of the man's role, or I don't need to be with you because I could do everything by myself, literally. You understand what I'm saying? So if you're going to be a man and I'm going to look to you for support in a relationship, you got to take care of the bills. Grandpa did it. Great grandpa did it. Why can't you do it? So that's my, that's my issue. Hmm. You I know? have a 25-year-old daughter and mm -hmm. my daughter is... We never raised her, and I say we meaning my mom and I, because my mm -hmm. dad passed away when I was 16. Mm -hmm. um, even with my brother, we never raised her to be, you don't need a man. We never mm -hmm. raised her that way. I never raised mm -hmm. her that way. Mm -hmm. She is very fiercely independent. She stands mm -hmm. all on, she pays all her stuff. She's not going to take shorts. If you're not going to do pretty much like the things that you just said, a man is supposed mm -hmm. to she will not have time for you at all. Right. As she, she should. Not. She's like, at the end of the day, I can pay my own bills. I've been doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, my mom, my grandmother, we dispersed. She was like 19. What? She 21. 21. She was 21. Mm -hmm. She's like, so. But even when she was living in the house, it was, I don't want you to do anything for me. Not because she didn't want anybody to take care of her she wanted her own independence right and right. believe it or not she was with god she had um she had boyfriends you know mm -hmm. she, she was with for a long period of time and um you know it's like when she needed emotional support and he wasn't there it was like mm -hmm. i might as well just be by myself right right Absolutely. Because emotional support goes a part of being in a relationship. Mm -hmm. You know, it like she said, you got to come to the table correctly for me. It's not even That's about it. coming to the table. I can't stand that. But if you're going to come at me, you're going to come at me in a different way. Right. Well, my mom is an entrepreneur. She does. She is an author. She has her own businesses and things like that. You know, right. my daughter works two jobs because it's her choice because of the way she wants to live and she's going right. to school where she was working and going to school. Right. That's what she does. It's about, mm -hmm. you know, the independence at the same time, if you're going to come, all right, this is, this is what, these are what I'm, this is what I'm laying out on the table. Mm -hmm. This is what I'm laying out on the table. What right. Do you bring to this. What are we doing? Right. Right. And, 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 and absolutely. I agree. And I feel like as mothers, right. And we're raising 
young queens, we're raising daughters. It is our job not only to instill that independence in them, but also to teach them how to be submissive, right? And not submissive where you're letting a man walk all over you because you know I am not with that at all. (laughs) Girl, you know me, okay? I'm not with that. I'm not with that. But when I say submissive, I'm going to use it in a looser sense as far as being able to let your man lead, right? Just just being able to let him lead, being able to take the passenger seat once in a while and let him lead, right? Because at the end of the day, you know, you know, it is nothing wrong with having alpha energy. You know, there's nothing wrong with that, you know? Is nothing, you know, but at the same token, you have to let a man be a man. It's okay if he opens the doors. It's okay if he pulls out your chair. It's okay if he gives you roses and flowers and calls you beautiful. It's okay, you know, and I think with some women, we are so conditioned that when we hear some of these things, we feel like, okay, what does he want? He wants something from me. Why is he treating, you know, why is he being but extra that nice? The healing of, you know, situations that happen to people. They got to heal. Right. I'm not going to lie. have to I'm heal. definitely been mm-hmm. that person. Right. Absolutely. So it's, it's a, you know, it's trauma that, you know, we go through as women compiled with environment, compiled with things that is instilled in us from other people, such as our parents, our aunties, our older cousins. We have to kind of, yes, yes, (laughs) our grandparents. So we got to kind of break that chain and, you know, bring forth, you know, listen, young lady, it's nothing wrong with being independent, but don't let a man take you on a ride either. Let me tell you, I spoke to my girlfriend not too long ago. We had a conversation and I said, at this point in my life, if I was single, I am not dealing with a build a bear dude. I'm not doing that. <laughs> oh no. I'm not dealing with a build a bear dude. That to me is absolutely ridiculous. What's right? your because... version of a build a bear dude? Because I've heard that oh, baby. everybody mm-hmm. has different, you know, different versions. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. So a build a bear dude. Okay, so I'm just gonna throw an age out there. Right. Let's let's say I'm 30. Let's say I'm 35, okay? I'm 35 years old. And I'm still in the dating game, right? And at this point in my life, you know, I'm just speaking, you know, arbitrarily. This is not my life, but let's just say I'm 35 years old. You know, I have a great job working, let's say, at a bank. I'm making about $100,000 a year. I have my own place. I have a vehicle. I have a good savings account. I also have like a little side business going on, right? So that's my situation. Okay, cool. I'm dating. I'm single. I'm not going to waste my time on a man who has nothing to offer. It's so much that good dick can go. And after a while, if I see you ain't got nothing to offer, that good dick turns a bad dick real quick. Real quick, right? If you are initially courting a female, you should be taking her out, right? Right. Take her out. There's no Netflix and chill. There's no less less play it by ear. And I think a lot of the young sisters, they're going for that bullshit because they see their mamas go for that bullshit, right? If a man is interested in you, right, he will go to any length to grab you, get you, and retain you. And that is facts. That's facts. You want to know now, something? Mm-hmm. That right there is truth. And that was said to me re- a couple of years ago. I'll never mm-hmm. forget after dinner 
we're having lunch with um someone I'm really close with. And mm-hmm. it's a guy. And he said right. to me, if that if somebody is really interested in you, mm-hmm. every single day they will make sure they reach out to you. Mm-hmm. There's That's some sometimes it's a couple of times a day because they will want you to know that you are on their mind. That's right. And I'm gonna say this: I've been in North Carolina in a couple of weeks. It'll be four years. Mm-hmm. I've met some guys out here, and I've met people that the consistency was garbage, mm-hmm. garbage. Mm-hmm. I say God, it was trash. Basura. Oh, basura, basura, basura. <laughs> I'm bilingual, y'all. <laughs> and I yeah. never forget with both of the individuals, and they were both like two. I'm going to use two specific examples. One when I was in Charlotte, and the other one when I came to Greensboro. Uh huh. And they were both older than me, but not that much, but still older than me. And one. His motive was just to have sex with me because I was from New York. Right. And um, like the first week, maybe the first couple of days I I spoke to him, we went out to eat like maybe Mm -hmm. a day after we met. He's like, I'm Mm going to go out to get to know you. I said, okay, cool. No problem. Right. Right. Um, He knew where I worked because I met him at my job. Okay. So um, I was like, okay. And my personal people know I love Mercedes Benz. Like it's something mm-hmm. that is just so he had one. That didn't mm-hmm. even the crazy part was that didn't even phase me. That didn't right. so then he was like, Oh, I'm gonna come pick you up um from your job. What time are you getting off? And I told him what time I was getting off. He had me waiting. Right. He said I have to clean my car. I said, Okay. So I get off, he comes, his car was still dirty. Mm. On the inside. Mm. I thought you said you had to clean your car. But right. I didn't say anything. I said, you know what? You know how you take notes. Notes. Mm-hmm. So we're eating. He took me to a place I've never been or whatever. Mm-hmm. So with it, he was on his phone the whole entire time. Mm. The Mm-mm. whole entire time. Rude. Rude. Yeah, that, that would have been a deal breaker. Then when I had the conversation with him, and said, um, I had said something to him about that. And he was mm-hmm. like, well, how you know you didn't make me nervous? I said, that's still a poor excuse. Mm-mm. Because if we're having a conversation, mm-hmm. you're in your phone. That's crazy. And he wasn't consistent. So the second <coughs> right. met him at my job again. I don't know what was up. I worked at a hotel. I just, just It happened. This mm-hmm. other guy was like, I was at the bar because I was the bartender. He said, you're my wife. I said, what? Mm. And he yeah, by the end of the week, I'm going to marry her. I bust out laughing. Right. Right. No Wishful con- thinking. No consistency at all. Mm-hmm. And I said, how are you interested in me if you don't even reach out to me? Mm-hmm. We went out to eat. I never heard from you. The only time we would speak is if I reached out to you. Right. I stopped reaching out. I when I say stop, you couldn't even get a call from me. Right. So and that's was, and that's I'm sorry. No, and no, that's, and that's a and that's a thing. Out. Right. That's that's a thing. So 
I, and I just want to like interject on that a bit, like as far as courting and relationships go, like, again, I feel like the man sets the tone of the relationship. You know what I mean? Regardless of whatever, whatever level the relationship is, the man initially sets the tone. If we go out on a date and you're in your phone, I'm never going to talk to you again. Because that just shows me, number one, you're not attentive. Number two, you're selfish. And number three, you're not into me. So there will not be a second date. I, I don't care what you say. There's not going to be a second date, sir. I enjoyed the meal that you provided. But we're going to, you know, the road is going to end here. I even enjoyed the meal, so it made it worse. Oh, and that even made it worse. So definitely, we're not going to link up again. Um I feel like, again, you know, they set the tone. Now, I feel like it's all about the chase. When it comes to men, in my opinion, it's all about the chase. They like to chase. They like to chase as much as they say, oh, I don't want... No, they like to chase. So the minute a man stops the chase, that's when, as a woman, you just leave him alone. Right. Because the minute you start reaching out to him... Now the trajectory has changed. Now the tide has turned. Now you are the chaser and he's a chasee. And that's not the natural order of things. So that's definitely a dub. These men out here know what they are doing. They know when they meet a woman. Let me tell you, you know how they always say like sometimes men don't kill me, but they say, you know, men, they think with the head between their legs and not really that bright when it comes to women. Mm -hmm. Actually, they are. A man could have a conversation with you. You think he's not listening to you when he first meets you, but he's taking keynotes, he's taking inventory, and he's looking for all the holes in the voice in your life, and he's going to pinpoint it, right? And he's going to hone in on it. If you tell him, oh, you know, I'm looking for a relationship, he's going to tell you he wants to get married, even though that's not his intention. If you tell him, oh, you know, excuse me, I want to have more kids, I want to expand my family, he's going to tell you he wants to get you pregnant. In actuality, he doesn't. You see what I'm saying? Some, Yeah, I'm this is the game they play. This, this is, yeah. I heard that. It's that's true. Why said, that's, why I heard, that's why they said you should not tell somebody that you were just getting to know what happened in your relationship. Ever. With your ex. Because Ever. they mm -hmm. will take that and run with it. it run with it and use that and then run with it why you, you met you in a relationship with the same person you just broke up with because you told them you gave him the blueprint and the dna of the last person that fucked you over you see what i'm saying and that's the thing sometimes when you talk to these sisters about it they get on defense mode oh i want to be open with my partner let me tell you something i've been married for a very long time you know and at the end of the day, my husband knows, he knows me. He knows me. But there's certain things in my life, he, you know, that's maybe happened in my past, maybe as a little girl, whatever it is. He's not privy to that right. information, right? You can be an open book, so to speak, proverbially an open book, but everyone doesn't have to know every chapter of your life. Certain chapters are closed off to people. Right. And that's just what it is. And I think with women of a certain age, you know, whether you're in your 30s, 40s, 50s, and beyond, they are so busy trying to find Mr. Right that they don't realize that they miss his wrong. You understand what I'm saying? You have to fix yourself. A man will see when a woman is broken. He knows 
how to deal with a broken woman. Men are very smart. They have a, a lot of intuition, intuition when it comes to dealing with women because at the end of the day, a lot of them want to get over. So that's why I say when you meet a man, don't go, sisters out there, don't go for the Netflix and chill. He has the money to take you out. Don't believe he's struggling. Any man with common sense that's struggling is not going to approach a woman that he wants and tell her that he's broke because of the pride and he's going to feel ashamed. So if you're a fool... And I'm using fool not to disrespect, but I'm just using for lack of better words. If you are going to be a fool and allow this man to take you to the drive-thru of Wendy's and then take you back to your place and spread your legs eagle and get on top of you and start thrusting, you're a plump idiot. Because a chick that he really wants, he's going to work two weeks of overtime to take her to um, Mr. Chow. Believe that. You understand what I'm saying? That's facts. And as women, I feel like, especially black women, we need to empower ourselves. And that goes back to build a bear. I'm not building a bear. You're coming to the table fully functional and fully assembled. Or I'm sending you back to the fucking toy shop. No I'm not question. playing with you. Does that mean yeah. men too? Do, do they have to be mentally going to, um, to therapy or have gone to therapy and things like that? I'm asking that question because you know that's a very big thing that's going on right now. I'm sorry, re, re, ask the question again, sis. Um, does that mean mentally also as far as therapy is concerned, whatever issues that they've had? You know, going right. to therapy or seeking a therapist or having mm -hmm. a therapist as part, right. of your, uh, as part of your man being built. Right. So therapy, right? That I mean, therapy is a wonderful thing, right? Uh, you know, our, our counterparts, right? And I'm just using Caucasians. They go to therapists. They have their therapist in their phone. They have their therapist on speed dial. But I think there's a stigma associated with therapy in a black community, right? Where especially black men, they're not going to say, oh, you know, I need to talk about certain traumas that went on in my life because I know this is what makes me an asshole. You know what I mean? If you meet a man who went through therapy, I mean, that's a A++++. But for the most part, I feel like men need to deal with their demons, just like we deal with our demons. You know what I mean? I don't know if I'm answering it the way correctly, but this, this is just the way. Okay, yeah. yeah. Oh, no. You know, this conversation. This yeah, no yeah, because I don't. I want to make sure I'm answering that correctly. But um, you can, I mean, you can't have it all, right? You, you can't have it all in a relationship. You meet somebody, they may have everything going for themselves. They may make six figures, whatever have you, but he's crazy as hell. You know what I mean? You can't have it all. So the dating phase is almost like the interview where you're trying to figure out who this person is. You want to do your research on them because people will tell you, they'll show you the face they want you to see. And next thing you know, you're six months in a relationship with a, a damn abuser. You know what I mean? So again, I feel like, you know, we need to do a little research on, on who we're dealing with. But yeah. Would you yeah. bringing that up? Do you think mm -hmm. that um, that it happens within six months or when you get engaged. Oh, what do you mean? As far as seeing the other side of the person? Yeah. I think depending upon who you're dealing with, I feel like that could really come at any phase in a relationship. So the, you, the writing mm -hmm. can always be on the wall, but it's up to us to see it. And I said that to someone. Mm -hmm. I said, 
got into your relationship because I remember it was a guy that I was talking to. We're just friends. And I right. said, mm-hmm. they were talking about something. I said, so you mean to tell me that that person didn't show that prior? Right. And it was like, um, I said, our writing on both parties is always on the wall. It's always mm-hmm. it's us, mm-hmm. up to us to really see the writing. And if right. we want to see the writing on the wall. Right. And when I say right yeah. on the wall, I mean literally, like you said, it comes out no matter what. Because mm-hmm. there are a lot of people who come out to dating and it will be, mm-hmm. they bring, they wear a mask. They mm-hmm. wear a mask. I think you and I spoke about this before. I yeah, think. absolutely. Um, yep. Yep. People wear masks. They do. They wear a mask. People wear masks in friendships. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Absolutely. Come on. <laughs> absolutely. So yeah. at what point do you take off the mask? For me, I'm going to be honest. I don't wear a mask. My problem is that, like, you know, something that you said is straightforward, but I'm also mm-hmm. quiet. I allow you to hang mm-hmm. yourself. Mm-hmm. I, you know what? As far as wearing a mask, I'm going to be very... um transparent i do like when i meet people even when i met my husband whatever have you yeah i have a mask on yeah because i need to see who you dealing with before you can get to me i need to see what is hitting for you understand because i'm not gonna put all my cards on the table have my heart in a string and you're gonna play with me so i'm gonna wear a mask and for lack of better words it's layers just like what my husband got with me you know what i mean when we got together we dated for I want to see, say, eight months, right? Eight, nine months. At the second month mark, he was like, we getting married. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> my mask, you know what's up? And then, you know, my mask was still on. It was, you know, some of it was still on, you know, because it's right. layers. It's like the onion, right? You got to peel it back. So you can't come to the table and say, hey, this is me. This is my right. life. This is my right. traumas. Yeah, this now, is my I'm, own I'm relationship. Quiet about yeah. certain things. Um, I like mm-hmm. something that you said earlier. It mm-hmm. was don't tell them everything. Which is true. I mm-hmm. it takes me a time to even, but I'm like that in general because mm-hmm. of how I deal with relationships, how I've been hurt by friends, how mm-hmm. I've been hurt by family members. So there are mm-hmm. things that I won't tell anybody. Like you right. said, like you said with your husband, there's still certain things that he does not know, which is fine. Yeah, love you, baby. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, no, I said love you, baby. Just in case he listening, love you. <laughs> no, but it's true. This certain it's thing, true, and it's, it's not true. about um, it's true. being what is that? What I like to say, secretive or anything like that. It's just certain things that mm-hmm. you just keep into yourself because those you are have so. things that there's. And it's okay. It is it's okay. okay. It is, yeah, it's okay. And we have to learn how to be our own best friend, right? right. Sometimes, right. you know, my, my mom used to say, I forget, I forget the, you know, the, the, I'm just paraphrasing. But once you, something leaves your lips, is no longer a secret, right? So right. you have to be your own best friend. If you have something deep in your spirit or your soul and your mentals that you don't want someone else to know, keep it to yourself, right? Because even in relationships, and I can speak on past relationships when I was dating, 
I would tell someone something I held near and dear to my heart. And once we got into an argument, they throwing it right back in my face. So I learned from that opportunity and I never gave anyone that opportunity to do that to, again. So essentially I empowered myself. I'm my own best friend, right? So if there's something deep inside my spirit that I'm wrestling with, talk to yourself and talk to God. But sometimes you can't share everything with everybody, whether it's your spouse, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, your friend. Sometimes you have to keep things inside and like mill it, mill it over. And there's nothing wrong with that, you know? But like I said, it's nothing wrong with having a mask. And on the flip side, like I said before, when I met my husband, it wasn't like I was fronting and trying to be somebody else because what he saw many years ago, right, is who I am now, but I just peel back some layers, mm -hmm. right? I just, I just peel back some layers. And I feel like we need, as women, we need to be guarded with certain things because, for instance, if you're dating a man and you're telling him, Oh, you you know, in my last relationship, my boyfriend was abusive. He was verbally abusive. He was a narcissist. He used to beat me. Whatever things he was doing to you, the new guy, if he's an asshole, he's going to look at you. He's going to say, well, if she's going to go for that, she's going to go for this. And he's going to do you dirtier. Now, all men are not like that. Some men are there and they will heal you. They'll be your healer. They will be your peace. But... Early on in a relationship, you're not able to really ascertain that, right? So that's where you have to do your research, get to know the person when you're dating ladies, let Google be your friend. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh let, yes. let me ask you this question. Yes. Did it slip my mind? Did it slip my mind? Did it slip my mind? Google be your friend. Yes. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so. Do you believe that it's okay for, um, that's not really what I wanted to say. Damn it. I can't remember it, but okay. So mm -hmm. there was another meme that I seen recently when mm -hmm. it was like, um, the guy was like, I don't have the money to go out for dinner. Is it okay that I cook for you and we chill it and we just cook for you and we hang out at the house. Mm -hmm. Do you consider that as cheap getting away like, what do you see in that part? Because oh, you're, you're dating, you know, you're dating. we want to talk if, about. Okay, so I can say if I was dating, that would not be acceptable for me. No, it would not. No, it would not. Um, Again, I feel like, you know, as a man, if you are interested in courting a female, you want to put your best foot forward, right? Because when you first start dating and someone is really into you, they're going to give you 110%. And that's a great way to start out. Now, if you're starting a relationship where they're already showing you 40 to 50%, is only going to go downhill from there. So if you're interested in dating me, I will not accept a relationship of Netflix and chill and eating at your house. Absolutely not. Gather your coins together and take me out on a date. And I, it has to be a nice date. If you can't do that, I'm not the woman for you. And there's levels okay, to that. I'm not even talking about a first date. I'm talking about y'all been dating and the individual is saving. Y'all had the conversation about mm -hmm. saving, um, starting a business. The person is starting their business, plus they're working and doing mm -hmm. those things. And this one particular day, because their mm -hmm. investment, they had to put out, but they still want to make sure you're good. Would, mm -hmm. that, would that be acceptable? Or that still wouldn't be acceptable? No, it's not acceptable. 
is not acceptable because number one, we're dating, right? I'm not vested in anything you are doing. If we're dating, there's no vested interest. I have no money put into your business. That has nothing to do with me. Dating is something that's extracurricular, right? If you go to the movies and you want to watch a feature film, if you don't have the $13 for your movie ticket, are they going to let you watch a movie? They're not going to let you win. I'm so okay. if, I'm going to play devil's advocate with that. Some of them are okay. going to HBO Max. So I don't like <laughs> Yeah, but nah. I'm just you know that some people would use that, you know, as a thing, especially now with the pandemic. But you know, people don't know how to stay home, so going to the yeah. Movie, I, no, I get what you say. You know, I yeah. always gotta be the one. No, that yes, yes. You know, <laughs> you have to. Yeah, both sides of the coin. But I feel like that's just something to do. I can speak for myself with standards for myself. You understand what I'm saying? Men will give you any excuse, and they're gonna throw it to the wall, and they're gonna see what sticks. They're going to see what sticks. If a dude is broke, I'm telling you right now, if a dude is broke, he's working a job at a car wash. I'm just saying he's making $15 an hour. Um, that's which, which is minimum wage in New York City, right? He's making $15 an hour and he sees the woman of his dreams walk into that car wash with a Mercedes Benz GLE. He sees her. She's fine. You know, bundle weave down on her booty. You know, she's gorgeous. You understand? Eyelashes fluttering, beautiful skin. He knows straight off the bat when he sees that woman, he is not in her league. He knows that. So if he's interested, what is he going to do? He's going to play his position. He's going to gather his coins. He's going to make sure he's in position. So the next time he sees her, he's going to impress her and be like, look, you know, this This is what I'm bringing to the table. I'm that interested in you. Let the man show the effort. When a man wants a brand new car, right? He's going to work 60 hours a week to make sure he gets that money for that down payment. So you mean to tell me, you want to listen to a man tell you, well, you know, I'm just trying to start a business. So can we, can we go to Wendy's tonight? Hell no. And rip up my number. Leave me alone. <laughs> I got time. See, I didn't even say Wendy's. We didn't ask. No, no, I'm just saying it. I'm not. I'm just piggybacking. No. Yeah. Nah, it's definitely true. You got to make some form of effort into something. Um, Yeah. That that was like posted. They were even going together. The the people, the, the, the meme was like, they, it's not like something new. It's something that was Mm -hmm. going on for a while. I'm going to say, one, the whole dating thing is is weird to me. Um, right, right. It is. It's. it's uh, I am all for mm-hmm. if individuals want to be single. You know, what, some mm-hmm. of the people that you said earlier, being your own best friend. Let me tell you something. I mm-hmm. do not mind being in my house <clears throat> and chilling and cooking yes. myself something to eat. I made myself brunch yesterday. Okay. Yes. Yes. And I drink wine with my food. I drink. Yes. I drink prosecco. I do all those yes. things. As so, you should. So yes, dating me is going. You can't just be like, oh, can we just go? Nah. You. I want to go. That. That's. That's where I want to go. Yes. Del Fresco's. Yes. What's that? Okay. You look up Del Fresco's. No, we're not going to Roof Chris. Because mm-hmm. it's the thing. I can take myself 
to Ruth Chris. I can take mm-hmm. myself to Del Presto. I can. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can. Mm-hmm. That's what so, You know, I, it's not me being, oh, whatever you tell me, I'm going to believe. Was that me before? Hell yeah. Why? Because you mm-hmm. go through certain things in your life. Mm-hmm. Now, you can't just say, hey, how you doing? Okay, what, what's up? Mm-hmm. I want to take mm-hmm. you out. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, what? what work are you putting into it? It was something that my mm-hmm. daughter said when she was talking to this person. Mm-hmm. Um, they never, it was like, they, and this person was older. This person never asked her what she liked. Right. I feel like you should, and I was trying to explain to her, because she was like, well, if he is such and such, why doesn't he know these things? I said, because some individuals don't know that. I said, but you also got to remember, you it's, when you're in the talking stages, it's things that you like to do. I like to go, I like to travel. I mm-hmm. like to eat at different restaurants. No, don't take me to a chain restaurant. Now, don't get me wrong. There's certain chains that I don't mind eating at because right. it would be what's a specific thing that I like from that particular place. But no, right. take me to the Olive Garden when I'm just using this as an example, anybody in New York, when we got Carmine's and other authentic Italian. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. 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 Olive Garden. I, you, know, <laughs> you, you know what? Like, and, you know, and I'm going to. And I'm gonna kind of like flip it a bit too because I feel like let's say we're in a relationship and we've been together for like four, five months, right? Mm-hmm. And you did everything you had to do and you wooed me, you went won me over. Now, if we're going shopping and you know we're in Manhattan, we're going shopping, whatever have you, or Jersey, and you decide, okay, uh, I'm hungry. All right, let's go to Olive Garden. Okay, cool. Yeah, cool. That that's acceptable. But the initial inception of relating in a re- in a relationship, hell no, hell no. These men know what they're doing. They are. There's a lot of tricksters out there. There's a lot of magicians out there. There's a lot of warlocks. They know what magic they're doing. They know exactly what to do, what to say to try to get over. So sisters that are listening. Don't fall for the okie doke. Any man is well capable of showing you a good time. Don't make his issues your issues. And I'm just using issues because, you know, if he's starting a business, so to speak, that's not your problem. You didn't tell him, yeah, you didn't tell him to start a business. If he want to put 5000 in a business, that has nothing to do with you. That he needs to reconnect with you when his business is off the ground but don't let him use his dreams or aspirations or whatever it is as an excuse on why he can't treat you like the queen that you are because at the end of the day and i'm just you know this is this is just an example this is not all black people or all white people right some caucasian women you know that will raise a certain way right i'm not talking about the ones that live in a trailer park the ones that will raise a certain way you understand what I'm saying? You cannot step to them without having some type of coin, right? You cannot go meet their father without having some type of coin and, and their family wants to know your background. And I think with us, some black people, that's where we're missing, right? That's where we're missing the mark, right? When you're dating someone, especially if you have a daughter or whatever have you, as parents, we need to be accountable, right? Where's this boy from? Where's his family? Where's his people from? I need to meet his mother. 
I need right. to meet his father, right? So it's not like you're being snoopy. I mean, you kind of are, but it's not like you're being a snoop or a super sleuth and you're trying to be like a detective. No, you want to know who you are entrusting with your baby girl. Absolutely. Who are you? Where do you come from? I need to see, you know, the tree that the fruit came from. Who, who are your parents? And Google will be my best friend because I'm going to search your name back and forth. I'm going to go so far down your family tree. I'm going to find Kuta Kente. And that's what it's hitting for. <laughs> no, it's, 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 Baby! Know, what you're saying is true. Mm -hmm. And the dating, the, it's, it's, it's true. Because right? you're not going to come to anybody just to come to anybody with mm -hmm. anything. It has mm -hmm. to be something. That, it has to be some form of connection now some people connect on different levels with different things right things are so differently but you're right you can't just um but you got to look at it you saying that in the caucasian background but i'm friends with a few individuals who are were activists in the community both before they got married jack mm -hmm. and jill aka's you know and mm -hmm. then that's the same way they're raising their children so you got to come to them correctly Right. You have to right. come to them correctly. Right. Absolutely. If, if you're not coming correctly, and not everybody is not everybody is entrepreneur material. Not everybody is an entrepreneur. There are some individuals. There are a lot of individuals who work a regular corporate job that is making mm -hmm. six figures. And I don't mean the new um, minimum six figures as a hundred and something thousand. I'm talking about high up there six figures. And they enjoy and love what they do. Mm -hmm. So you need to match. And when I say match, what it is that you want to do. Don't sit back and go after someone that you know you're not going to really be interested in. It's very hard for a non-entrepreneur and an entrepreneur to be together because a non-entrepreneur doesn't understand the life of an entrepreneur. Not saying it cannot work. I didn't say that. I'm saying sometimes it's, hard, it's a little difficult being in a relationship like that. It's also very difficult if you're not with someone who's as creative as you are. Because right. In your mindset, they don't understand what you're doing, how you right. do how you right. ideas. So you really do, yes, you can have somebody that is amazing. It goes back to what you said, with all the things that you're looking for and what your partner should be. If you are with somebody and there are things that, you know, we all have, I can't think of the word it is, um, that we have set in stone for our family, our our mission, vision for our family. There's another word, and I can't think of it. But mm -hmm. you have these certain, these specific things. If an individual, if you have five, and that in individual is missing three of them, then that doesn't mean you need to be married to that person. Mm -hmm. Because they're not understanding your true dynamics on what means, what really means to you. Because your core values, that's the word. Core values. Mm -hmm, right. We all have core values. We right. all have core values. And if someone does not complete all five of your core values, then why are you with that person? Why did you marry that person? You thought that because you that it will change because you married them? No, those are that's in the dating phase. These are my core values. My family is important, even though I have grown children. If something mm -hmm. happened to my children and they need a place to stay, I want them to be able to stay with me. Mm -hmm. Some people may not. Right. Some people may not. But you don't right. leave your children 
out in the dust when you know that you can help them get to where they need to get. Right. right. That's a core value. Um, religious, religion, a core value. You know, um, whatever your core values are, because everybody's core values is different. So whatever your core values are. And then when you have those conversations and you realize that person doesn't have your core values, but the sex is good, they look good. Right, you know, right. They do all those things. You only, you really setting yourself up for a disaster. Right. Right. And we need to understand that. Right. I agree. It goes into the settling. Why are you settling? Because you feel lonely. There's somebody out there that wants you. And that will give you every single thing that you're looking for. You know, like they always say, that's mm -hmm. the case. Now. You know how you're in a relationship with somebody and you mm -hmm. are setting him up for someone else. Or he is setting you up for another mm -hmm. Do you believe mm -hmm. that's true? I do. I do. Yeah. I do. I do. I feel like some relationships are, you know, like they say, a reason and a season. And I feel like sometimes you get into these situations or relationships because they make you better for your next partner or whatever have you. And I just want to go back to what you were saying as far as, you know, settling, whatever have you. Initially, when we meet people, let's just say, we have 10 boxes, right? Which is a criteria in which, you know, we, you know, we're going to be in a relationship with somebody. We're not going to, we're not going to check off our 10 boxes. That's virtually impossible, right? Because we're humans, we're living organisms, we're not robots, right? So I may like that you're a good provider. I may like that you make me laugh, but I may hate that you're always leaving your socks in the living room, right? We're not always going to find Right. That perfect person because they do not exist. That's number one, because I'm not perfect. I know that even though I act like I am, I'm not, <laughs> I'm mm -hmm. not perfect. And it, it, it's just like, is the thing is how much can you, I don't want to use the, use the word tolerate, but how much are you willing to accept from someone that you love? Right. What are you willing to accept? Because people need to understand, and this is coming from a person that has been married a, a long time. In the beginning, it's always a honeymoon phase. You know what I mean? But a marriage after many, many years not only becomes a partnership, it becomes a friendship, right? And you're going to have your highs and your lows. You're going to have your peaks. You're going to have your valleys, right? And that's why it's very important that when you initially get with somebody, it cannot be based on sex alone. Or it cannot be based on yeah, I'm just going to use the word sex because we all start out young at one point, right? Absolutely. And we all get older. So as we get older, you know, women experience, you know, this is getting into a whole health thing now, but yep. women experience, you know, menopause, their, their estrogen is getting low, vaginal dryness, yada, yada, yada. Right. And then the men, they're dealing with the ED, which is erectile dysfunction. They're dealing with you know, whatever the case, you know. So you have to make sure when you're in a relationship with somebody that you could kind of be okay with certain things, right? Not to say that, listen, if there's certain things you can't deal with, then hey, then you got to do what you got to do. You understand? Yeah, but for the most the part- that somebody mm -hmm. said about the meme on my page, they were saying mm -hmm. that, you know, sex is a major part of relationships. 
They are. Mm-hmm. Now, there's mm-hmm. things that something can medically happen. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you got to make the decision. Are you going to stay or leave? Facts. Facts. I agree with that, except for the part that sex is not a major part of a relationship. And that all goes back to if sex was so important, so great, every prostitute will be married. Sex is not a major part of a relationship. I, I bet to differ on that. It is a good, no, for some, I'm speaking on just my experiences, right? Okay. For some people, it is. Some people are always overly sex. Some people are okay with being in a relationship where everything is about sex. I, I mean, of course, who doesn't love sex, right? But what's important as a relationship is reliability, accountability, love, caring. All these things have, it's like, a, it's almost like a stew. You're adding different things in a stew for the stew to be good, right? So right. yes, sex is a, 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 a big component. It is a big component in a relationship, but a major part, no, right? Because let's say, God forbid, someone is married and, and their wife gets into a car accident and she's not, she's, she's, you know, handicapped. She's, she's dead from the waist down. What are you not going to love her anymore? You can't have sex with her because let's say they, they sold up her vaginal opening because she has a, whatever's going on in there. Right. Are you going to love that person less? No. Are you going to make adjustments with maybe your sexual life? Yes. But sex is not a major part of a relationship. And I think that's where a lot of people go wrong. I think that's where they go wrong. Who's your point of contact? If you go to an emergency room right now, not you, but I'm speaking to the people listening. If you go to an emergency room right now, who is your who's your contact? Is it your, your spouse that all they care about is sex? Well, if you're in an emergency room and you're not available, they're not going to answer that call. And I'm just being facetious, but I'm just saying like, it's all about accountability, love. When you look at this person, are you able to raise a family with, with, with this person? Are you able to create revenue with this person? These are things we need to look at because I feel like a lot That's of relationships. <laughs> yes. Yes. Facts. And I feel like a lot of people that are not a lot. Some people that are in relationships are in relationships because they were kind of forced into it. And when I say that, I mean this. Some people in relationships because, hey, she got pregnant and I'm going to do the right thing and I'm going to be there, right? Some people are in relationships with people forced to be there. Their finances aren't right. So you know that you can't go off and live by yourself because you need the extra income. That's a forced relationship, right? So all relationships that you see people walking around that they are so happy-go-lucky, it can be trash behind the scenes. You don't know what's going on in somebody's home. People will pretend... I think you, not, um, so I think um, uh, Instagram and Facebook and even going back to MySpace, that shit is the devil because it makes you have unrealistic goals on relationships and shit like that. You understand what I'm saying? Everybody is not walking around happy. Relationships are not always going to be 100% happy. Do we strive for that number? Yes. Is it always going to be 100%? No. But people will perpetuate that on social media. So now we have unrealistic goals for relationships, you know, which is unfortunate. But I feel like, you know, whatever makes anyone happy. And like you said before, everyone has their own definition of what a relationship means to them. Absolutely. You know, and, you know, it's never it's never wrong. We're never wrong. How can, when it comes to love and matters of the heart, you can't be wrong. You know what I mean? Now, it's, if that, it's yeah. that individual 
you got to look at what makes you mm-hmm. feel good. You know, yes. with everything yes. going on, how much trauma have you gone through? Are you yes. staying with that person for a trauma bond? You know, mm. deeper and spiritual and things like mm-hmm. that. But honestly, why are you with that person? What mm-hmm. is, I mean, we're, I mean, we really, really, really need to take a look at everything. We're friends, mm-hmm. relationships. Why are we still connected to these people? Not saying, mm-hmm. that, you know, to say, oh, no new friends. Sometimes you do need some new friends. Because mm-hmm. you not have to look at things differently that you may have not never looked at before. It's mm-hmm. all about who you're meeting, what you're doing, how important mm-hmm. this to you. You know, I always talk about communication, communication, right, right, and comprehension right. of the conversation you had. You right. know, right, it, consent. You know, the C's that we talked about. You yes. know, with me as a sexuality coach, I'm also a life coach. You know, I remember asking about, would you go to a, a sexologist, sexuality coach to help you with the intimacy part of your relationship? And somebody, right. well, I wouldn't go see a life coach because there's some people I know that are life coaches and their lives is all crazy. And you want to know something that may be true, but at the same time, they may be seeing somebody because honestly, therapists, coaches, we all need to have somebody because we're mm-hmm. taking on whatever is going on in our clients lives mm-hmm. we got to make sure we're filtering it and not bringing it into our life mm-hmm. in general shoot you got doctors you know how many people who are in the field the medical field at you are one too and as a mm-hmm. nurse last three years right. on what's going on how many people are going through traumatic times of crying going home right right, right. absolutely you know, we gotta, it, it, it gotta be something, you know, we really need to take a real good look at the individuals who are in our life, who we consider close with and everything. Absolutely. I totally, totally agree with that, you know, and that, that whole trauma bond, that's, that's real. Yeah. That's absolutely real, you know, and I've been reading up on that and yeah, it's absolutely real, you know, but, um, Again, when you know, when it comes to relationships, everyone has their own definition of what a relationship looks like to them. So you and I, we may look at someone else's relationship and be like, okay, that's trash. You know what I mean? Right. To them, they're like, this is the best situation I've been in in a long time. So I say that to say this is like, we can't judge anyone, right? If you're, if you, you know, what they say, if you like it, I love it. That's what they right. say, right? That's it. But um, I want to thank you. And before we do that, you know, we have to do our questions. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> we can't forget it because that's a key point. That's right. a key I'm ready. Point. I'm ready. Oh, Is my God. That? I can only give one solidified answer. Okay. So one solidified answer. No, I mean, you know what? The, I guess. I mean, play it by ear because right. I would like it to be like, Yes, no, yes, no, yes, no. But again, it's not always black and white. It may be a gray area. So I'll start off first. All right. So apples or oranges? Oranges. Sweet or sour? Sweet. Vaginal or anal? Vaginal. (laughs) Imagine. (laughs) I'm mad you had to think about it. Like, uh, 
They both feel so good. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. Um, condom or bareback? Mm. Bareback, baby. Bareback. Ooh, baby, I like it raw. Right. <laughs> Ooh, baby, I like it raw. <laughs> and that's why I don't have sex. Because I can't hey. I can't get pregnant. So. <laughs> no, so, baby, they shooting up the club, huh? They shooting that club up. Facts. Um, facts. Um, squirter or creamer? I am a squirter. Ay! Light skinned men or dark skinned men? Light. I didn't expect you to say that. I don't know why. Well, okay. maybe because so, you're light. I, I don't say light. Let me rephrase that because I know it, it. I know we said it's the black or white. The gray area is caramel. If that makes sense. Okay. Okay. Yep. Okay. We'll so go with that. Not necessarily mm -hmm. a light skin Boricua. No. It's right, not, but not okay. caramel color. Caramel. Boom. Got it. Never got to be darker than me. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. So caramel definitely. Um, men or women. No, I got a hole. <laughs> I got a hole. <laughs> huh. I knew that. I knew that would get you. I knew that would get you. Huh? I knew that question would get you. Combination. Listen, this is not four chicken wings and fried rice with an egg roll. What you talking about? Combination. What you talking about? A combination. Right? Didn't you say gray area? I like. I like. I like combination. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. Um, because if we yes. got details, so I enjoy like I, my marriage would be to a man, but you mm -hmm. never know what could happen. But you like okay. to have fun, so that's why I said combination. Okay, so you just you want it all, right? Absolutely. You can have whatever you like. Absolutely. You can have it. I got you, baby. Got you. Um, internet dating or old-fashioned dating? Like, to meet someone. I've done both. What do you I prefer? Like prefer the old-fashioned. Like, okay. if somebody knew somebody, or if I was right. out and I started meeting somebody. Right. Because you get a chance to see what they look like up front. Right. Right. Um, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I agree with that because it's like while internet dating is very convenient and that's what people are doing, you know, everywhere. The old fashioned thing is like you get to meet them. Let's say you go to a bar, have a drink. I'm looking into his eyes. He's looking right. into my eyes. I'm, I'm feeling the vibe, body yeah. language. You, you feel me? So you can, that's an initial spark right there. With the internet, it's like, all right, we're webcamming, but yeah, uh, uh. You know what and I mean? That, the thing with internet dating too is you know mm -hmm. that you can fall for somebody by just words. Oh yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. People minimalize, and good good thing people minimalize the power of internet dating or cyber dating because the the thing with that is you can kind of get to know someone without any of the physical noise in a way, if that makes sense, exactly. right? You can kind of get to reach into their psyche a bit, tap into their emotions. So yeah, that's that's dope. Okay, so both. Fuck it. Both, right? <laughs> both. <laughs> both. Okay. Well. Um, 
$5,000 vacation or $5,000 in cash? Mm-hmm. Okay. This is going to sound crazy what we're saying this, but it is what it is. So okay. because I'm rebranding, right? If we're talking about right now, this moment, because I'm rebranding and I'm doing mm-hmm. my coaching firm, right now, the $5,000 in cash would be great because it would be flipped to make more money. Gotcha. But mentally, mm-hmm. I would like a $5,000 vacation. Okay. So okay. that's why I said it's that combination. It's a combo. It's a, com- it's a combo. It's a four it's chicken a wings and rice. Four chicken wings and rice with the egg roll. Extra right. so combo. <laughs> Got you. Hot sauce on the chicken wings. Chop them up. Let's go. Got it. Combo. That makes sense. See, you know, even though we've been friends for a very long time, I thought you, because you're like, a, you think outside of the box. So when I, when I came up with that question, I said, all right, she's going to say, $2,500 vacation, $2,500 in cash. That's what I thought you were going to say. <laughs> I swear, I was like, she's going to say that shit. But that was a good answer that you gave. That but was a good but I'm still using it because uh, now definitely, my and it's crazy because you say $5,000. Mm-hmm. The trip that I want to go on for my birthday, um, I mm-hmm. want to go to Turks and Caicos. And nice. the room nice. that I was booking was $3,500. And mm-hmm. it was a sweet. So like eight people could be in there and it nice. was, all they had to do was pay their portion of the room. And when I say it was broken down to really cheap to win. Yes. And well, listen, you need to put me in a game coach and let me know about that on the back end because right now I'm doing a keto diet and, and shit. And I listen, listen. But- you definitely <laughs> are right because you do know me. I would definitely say, you know, I'm all about vacation. You know right. I'm about vacations. I yeah. love vacations. Yeah. I know. I know. See, I know you, Miha. Yes. Um, all right. So last question. Backpack or pocketbook? Pocketbook. Okay. Some people like the convenience of a backpack. I oh, don't. I oh. like a pocketbook. Uh-huh. Yeah, I like a pocketbook. Yeah. I, nah. And I like a big bag. I like a big bag, too. I like a big bag. I, I like a big bag. I like a tote. I like yes. a big bag. Yes. Yeah. I yeah. even like the one that you um what is it called when you push it over your um when you strap it over your shoulder. It doesn't have to be extremely big, but um what is it called? Why wow, not a tote? No, I love a tote. No, no, no. The one that you can carry over your shoulder, not over your shoulder, but you um you cross it over your body. A cross oh, body. the crossbody. Not for what? Crossbody. Cross I'm not too fond of those. Well, it depends. <sighs> if I'm going away somewhere. Like when I come yeah. up to New York, I like to carry my crossbody. Okay, so it's it's convenient. It's yeah, yeah it's um, convenient. Of me carrying a really big bag because you know when I come to New York, it's not like I'm sitting someplace and I'm just chilling. You know, you I'm, all over. You I'm buzzing. all over, so it'll keep my buzzing. charger, my phone. You know, gotcha. um, all my stuff. I can even, you know, this sounds crazy, but you can even put you an extra pair of panties and socks in your bag. Yes, it's <laughs> almost like a you. Uti- no, 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 no funny shit. It's, it's almost like a utility bag. Like right. you can put everything in there. It's right. comfortable. It's not too heavy. No strain in your back here. Right. So, that. because you don't I know, you can that. sit back and go to your friend's house and then, you know, you got your little toothbrush and deodorant in there and stuff. Yeah, good to go. Know what's going on. 
That's facts. The same way That's you can facts. carry a tote because you know when a tote, you can add the extra clothes in there too. Everything. <laughs> my bottles of water be in my tote. Listen, right. That that. Remember the last time I had seen you and what I what bag? I think I had a Gucci bag. You did. You and had I, yeah, bag. I had a Gucci bag, the big bag. <laughs> Baby, I will have like three bottles of water in there. I have a sandwich in that mofo. I will have anything in there, and it's like, yeah, it's I need a big bag. Right, I need a, right. And then I have saying? my crossbody. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. And I had a whole bunch of stuff inside that crossbody. You did. You did. <laughs> Listen, I'm ready for my questions. I'm oh ready. man. Okay. I know you're about to. No, don't I'm hurt me. Good. I'm gonna be good. I'm gonna be good. Don't hurt me, baby. Um, don't hurt me. No more. Threesome or not? Threesome or not? Yeah. Threesome or just regular? Regular. Island vacation or safari? Definitely island. I don't want to be around a caravan of elephants and shit like that. <laughs> Fucking no, in a Serengeti, no. I'll do an island. I, I'm trying to get, I'm trying to get down with that Turks and Caicos. That sounds nice. Oh, Turks and Caicos is my favorite island. That's beautiful. Oh, we're talking back end. Okay. <laughs> what else we got? Or condo house. But no, the condo is a condo like a duplex, or is it like you, can, you do have condos that are like duplexes, just like a townhouse? You can have them as a duplex. All right, so yeah, condo. Yep. Mm -hmm. I know you're married, but would you be single now or married now in today's society? In today's society, the way dating is, I would be married. Okay. These people crazy. <laughs> foreplay or no foreplay foreplay you gotta lick it <laughs> before you stick it you gotta lick it hell yeah get all up what did i say before that um that sloppy i like the sloppy top of jalopy <laughs> you did i wanted baby that sloppy toppy <laughs> jalopy toppy yes missionary yeah, or doggy style missionary I, I want to look in your eyes. I want to see the pleasure. <laughs> you on top or him on top? Um, what you mean as, as far as positions go? Yes. I like I like to receive, so I would say me on the bottom. Okay. I like to be, yeah. So really, really missionary, really. Missionary. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. A portrait. Mm -hmm. Or a painting. So portrait. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Why a portrait and not a painting? Now I feel like a portrait. To me, a port. Okay, portrait and a painting. I feel like a painting is just like, oh, I'm just painting your picture. But I feel like a portrait, they're kind of like capturing your essence. I can be wrong, but mm -hmm. that's what I'm thinking. That is, they're capturing. You know, there's some people who, who create a portrait like they're capturing your essence. If you look at those old like Renaissance paintings, and you know, I, maybe I'm wrong. Am I? No, am I no, wrong? no, okay. no, okay. no, because it's all in your interpretation. Okay. New friends or keep your old friends? 
I'm half and half on that because that gray area is a gray area because I, you know, while I like to meet new people and like to, you know, create new relationships, it's only so far I will go with someone that's new versus someone that already knows me. So someone that's known me for like, you know, 30 years, 25 years, they know me mm-hmm. versus someone who just met me two months ago. I'm not going to peel back that onion. Maybe one layer, but they're not getting too deep with me. Absolutely not. Okay. Yeah. Swallow. Swallow. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I so was not expecting that. <laughs> I knew you wasn't. <laughs> yes, okay. Swallow. I have two more for you. Shower sex or bedroom sex? Bedroom sex. Okay. Now I'm gonna take one of your questions. Mm-hmm. Five thousand dollar vacation or five thousand dollars in cash? Five thousand in cash. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. You know me. <laughs> you know me. Yeah, five. I knew you were gonna say that because I know. I and we because we had that conversation because you are. Mm-hmm. I need to see my money. I need to. See I need. What, what, I need to see. A vacation, yeah, that's great, but nah. <laughs> I need to see. I like. I need to see the bands, right? I need, and you know, I need a good vacation. It's is is overdue, but I need to see the bands. I need to open up the bank, and I need to see those the comma with the zeros. I need to see that. You know what I mean? So that's something for me that does something for me. But I want to get in that mindset of creating memories because money in a bank can't create memories, right? When you're going on vacation, like Turks and Caicos, wherever you're going, those are memories, pictures, things like that you'll have forever. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I'm getting into that mindset. I want to jet set a little bit. And I, yeah. I, I'm glad you're seeing it that way. And I mm-hmm. think because when you pass on you want Mm -hmm. to be able to have the memories that your children can see absolutely and that's one of the parts that a lot of people forget about i am Mm -hmm. all for memories i do my best to take pictures when i'm with people yes that i truly love and care about and i'm not gonna say i don't love and care about everybody else but people that mean so much to me Mm -hmm. i know i'm always pulling out my camera and the reason being is because i want to cherish those memories because then when i yes I can go through my camera reel and be like, damn, oh my gosh, we had so much fun this particular time. Right, right. You know, um, I can sit back and flourish in the memory, which is no problem Mm -hmm. because I do that. Especially, you know, I went to New York after Thanksgiving. I was supposed to come back for Christmas, Mm -hmm. but I didn't. But it was that time of the setting up the memories that I made in that week that I was in New York. It was so fantastic. I made memories with every single person that I was around. And it right. was so much fun, you know. Mm-hmm. So I am mm-hmm. all for memories. I am the, the I, I need memories. I need to. You're the memory maker. <laughs> yes, oh, <that's> <laughs> I am. You know, open it up. Come on, let's go do this. Something you've never done before. Yes. So. Yes, absolutely. I'm all for that. I'm all yeah. for that. Um, yeah. So we're gonna end it here. I want to thank you so much, my dear, for coming. We're gonna be coming to you guys. Um, we're going to be doing, you know, the podcast once a week. Um, you know, we both have like hectic schedules and we live in different states. So we try to connect and, you know, bring the content. 
but we have more in store. It's a new year and, you know, everyone will be very pleased. And again, sweetheart, thank you so much for coming and um, we'll see you guys next week. Ciao. Bye. Bye. Hey, Black Listers, make sure you don't miss a beat. Make sure you follow, hit that notification bell, share, and let your friends know everything they've been missing out on on Blacklisted.